Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. The Yappy Program on WVNN. So you see the border crisis continuing to get worse. You know that Trump, his strongest issue is the border, right? He is the guy who went down the escalator, made the speech and said he wants to build a wall. And that's what really got people's attention. We know that when he was president, he actually did secure the border. Not 100 percent, but he had the remain in Mexico policy. He built a lot of the fence that's up there. He had policies that worked. So how in the world could Democrats try to spin this to make it look like, well, anything that happens from here on out is Republicans' fault? You, you, you should ask that question. How in the world could they do that? Well, they're trying. They're trying to create a narrative, and their buddies in the mainstream media are helping them. At least trying to help them. I don't think it's going to work. I mean, there is no way that the average American voter looks at the border issue and says, well, that, that's because of Trump, and I'm going to vote for Biden because of the border. So they are playing defense. That's kind of one silver lining here is they're playing defense, and the issue really does help Trump. But this all has to do with the deal that some Republicans in the Senate are making with some Democrats in the Senate, a compromise to get Ukraine aid, Israeli aid, and some border security funding. The problem is Trump said it's a bad deal, from the looks of it, it's a bad deal. So we'll, we'll talk more about this in a moment. You are listening to the Yaffe program. We talk faith, culture, and politics uh, Monday through Friday here on News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Um, it's Monday in the 10 o'clock hour. So you all know what that means. Once again, it's time for the Sunday News Show's Recap. Yes, that time of the week once again where I recap what happened on the Sunday News talk shows. So you don't have to watch them. You can sleep in a little bit later. Maybe spend some quality time with your family. Get ready to watch football. Go to church. Hey, go to the park. You know, go 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 to Big Spring Park. You know, if it's if the weather is cooperating. All my public service to you. You're welcome. I give you the highlights so you don't have to worry about it. So, yes, on this issue we have Republican Senator James Langford, who seems to be the lead negotiator in the Senate for this. He's saying, even though we don't have all the details, that this is going to be a good deal. Where other Republican senators like Ted Cruz or Rick Scott, they're saying this is a bad deal. Now, a piece of evidence that shows you that maybe this is going to be a terrible deal and most likely won't actually help the border and maybe Republicans are right to be skeptical of wanting to pass this. Not just because it would give Joe Biden a win. I know they're accusing Trump of that. But look who else is supporting it. 
Real quick, Kelsey, I want you to play the first Nancy Pelosi cut. I sent you this is a former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, on CNN State of the Union. She thinks it's a decent compromise. Here it is. Calling on Congress to pass uh, this bipartisan immigration deal that is emerging in the U.S. Senate so he can, quote, shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. Is that something you support? Of course. Uh, um, Let me first say how proud we are of Senator Murphy for his long-term commitment uh, to border security and honoring our values. Uh, This uh, legislation is a compromise. It's a negotiation, and that's what we are here to do. Everybody doesn't have everything his or her own way, and this is uh, really important. As he said, we'll see the particulars when they show when they're all typed out and their members can see them first. But from what we have heard of it, the particulars of it, yes. And it's it's about, as he said, uh, calibrated. When a certain number are coming across the border, the president can shut down the border. So there you go. She supports this. If Nancy Pelosi is pretty supportive of this, you probably should think twice. I love at the end there, too. Well, it's calibrated, so if a certain number enter the border, then Biden could shut the border. Could is an important word there because it still gives Biden discretion to do it or not do it. Why would we believe he would do it? He's not doing it now, and he could do that now. Why does he have to wait for this bill to pass? Do it now. This is the problem with any kind of deal. The main issue at the border is not the laws passed by Congress, although we could sure up some of the asylum laws, yes. But the real issue right now is there are laws in place that Mayorkas and Biden are refusing to enforce. So the idea that we make some kind of deal that makes the border more secure, well, unless there's some accountability in that deal to force Biden to enforce it, it doesn't matter. Biden could still choose not to enforce it because he's choosing right now not to enforce it. The real issue is who is in the White House, the executive branch. It is not what Congress is doing about it. But the the Democrats here, they want to use this issue. They probably know that they're putting poison pills in this deal to kill it because they want to kill the bill so Biden can continue leaving the border open. But also, They can blame it on Republicans. They say, well, if this compromise doesn't pass, well, that's Republicans' fault. So anything that happens in the border after that, well, that's Republicans' fault. Don't buy into the narrative. That's not true. Because the person who has ultimate control, even now, is the president, who is choosing not to do anything about this. But it's an interesting play. It's an interesting play by the Democrats to spin this in their favor. The media will help them, no doubt. But like I said, when Trump is the guy who's running against Biden. I don't think there are many people who believe that Trump is weak on the border and Republicans are weak on the border. So it's a nice try. Not sure it's going to work. Now, the Republican who is uh, sort of negotiating on this is Senator James Lankford. Now, he was on Fox News Sunday, and he kind of tries to explain why, well, this could be a good deal. Now, remember, we don't have all the details, so maybe it is going to be a great deal. In the end, we haven't actually seen the bill. They haven't shown it to us. But we'll have to see. Go ahead and play real quick. Uh, play uh, James Langford, uh, cut two, or cut one for me. 
Yeah, the challenge that Senator Cruz has and a bunch of other folks is they're still waiting to be able to read the bill on this. And this has been our great challenge of being able to fight through the final words to be able to get the bill text out so people can hear it. Right now, there's Internet rumors is all that people are running on. It would be absolutely absurd for me to agree to 5,000 people a day. This bill focuses on getting us to zero illegal crossings a day. There's no amnesty. It increases the number of Border Patrol agents, it increases asylum officers, it increases detention beds so we can quickly detain and then deport individuals. It ends catch and release. It focuses on additional deportation flights out. It changes our asylum process so that people get a fast asylum screening at a higher standard and then get returned back to their home country. So he's saying, look, we put something in place, put laws in place that will force deportation. Now, I remind you, there are laws in place now to do that. Biden is choosing not to do it. So it's hard to believe that this deal will change that. So what's the real purpose of it? The real purpose of it is to spin it in a way to give Biden some leverage, a victory to say he's actually trying. And, well, if Republicans don't sign on, well, then it's Republicans' fault from here on out. Now, there was a specific part of the bill that some Republicans were upset about, including Ted Cruz, that says, you know, they can allow 5,000 in and then stop it after that. And he says, well, why would we let that many in? So um, James Lankford kind of responds to it. And he said, no, this is actually a good provision. It's misunderstood. So I'll try to give him the benefit of the doubt and give you exactly what he said here. Going to play uh, the second cut of him for me. This is not about letting 5,000 people in a day. This is the most misunderstood section of this proposal. Let me tell you briefly what it is. Uh, the, in the last four months, we've had seven days. In four months, we've had seven days uh, that we had less than 5,000 people. This is set up for if you have a rush of people coming at the border, the border closes down, no one gets in. This is not, this is not someone standing at the border with a little clicker saying, I'm going to let one more in. We're at 4,999, and then it has to stop. It is a shutdown of the border, and everyone actually gets turned around. Okay. That's the focus that we have right now is how do we actually intervene in this administration and turn people around, not let people in. So uh... – there you go. He's trying to make a positive spin on it. But uh, Senator Rick Scott actually responded. So after James Langford was on Fox News Sunday, they interviewed Senator Rick Scott, who was against this provision. And he is for the same reason I am. It just it's not there, there's no reason to have it if it doesn't have real accountability. Go ahead real quick. Play uh, Rick Scott cut one. Well, Biden could do that today. Why does he do it today? I mean, he doesn't need any of this to secure the border. Trump secured the border with the exact same laws. I mean, there, unless there's some accountability measure that forces Biden to secure the border tied to Ukraine, tied to something else, unless there's something like that, Biden's not going to comply with the law. If it was important for him to comply with the law, he would do it right now. If we, if we can't force Biden to, to secure the border, we need to shut the border today. I can tell you, everybody in Florida... I mean, we love immigration, legal immigration. We don't want drugs. We don't want human traffickers. We don't want criminals. We don't want terrorists. It needs to be done today. And the only way that's going to happen is we get a bill that forces Biden to do it. And there's and we've, we've been told McConnell will not allow um, James Langford to put that in the bill. Well, it's not in the bill. So, I mean, he's right. Biden could do it today. There's no accountability in the bill. Mitch McConnell said so. So what's the point of passing this if Biden's not going to follow it other than to give him some kind of victory?
But I, I'm pretty skeptical that Democrats even want to pass this. They want to make it look like they're compromising, knowing Republicans can't support it. So they can try to blame Republicans for anything in the border crisis in the future. Because it is Trump's best issue. One of his best issues anyway. He is the wall guy. He is the guy who actually fixed it the first time. So they're trying to spin it. We'll have to see if it actually works. But the attempt, I mean, I I told you about it last week. I saw it last week and it's grown and grown and grown. This attempt to spin it in this way. Hopefully Republicans don't fall for it. Hopefully the voters don't fall for it either. I mean, we'll see. Um, If you want to react to that, you can on the WVNN Hot Take text line 925-494-9866, 925-494-WVNN. By the way, I had a text. I was talking about school choice in the last hour. One person texted in. This was Lauren texting in and said, regardless, school choice places a tenable pressure on the dominant public system for renewed action for survival. Win-win. So when I was talking about school choice, I said, you know, it creates competition. So the public school doesn't have a monopoly. So either more people go to private school or the public school gets better because they have to compete. So I I think that texter is right. You can weigh in on anything we've talked about anytime on the WVNN Hot Take text line. Or you can react on my X page. Follow me on X at Yaffe or like the Yaffe Facebook page. We do have more of the Sunday News Show's recap coming up in a moment here on the Yaffe program. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. It's the Yaffe Program on WVNN. We're back here on the Yaffe Program. Appreciate you joining the show as always. Just kind of a quick reminder for you as well. If you miss any of the show live... Always catch the podcast. Anywhere podcasts are available, I see the podcast numbers going up. That makes me happy. That means more of you are subscribing. If you have not subscribed, I mean, it's easy. Just hit the subscribe button so you can listen to the whole show whenever you want to. Or just listen to the whole show live. You know, prefer that as well. All right. It's Monday in the 10 o'clock hour. Let's do it again. More of the Sunday News Show's recap. I got to play this other cut from Nancy Pelosi because we've seen a lot of these protests on the left where they basically pro pro Hamas, anti-Israel. These are leftists. It puts Democrats in a weird position because they try to say, well, it's the right that's anti-Semitic. But on college campuses and other places, it's really been the left and they're calling Biden genocide Joe or some such nonsense. Well, Nancy Pelosi tried to put a weird theory out there on why that's happening, which I have to repeat for you. This was on uh, CNN State of the Union. Go on and play up the Nancy Pelosi cut, uh, cut two I sent you, Kelsey. But for them to call for a ceasefire is Mr. Putin's message. Mr. Putin's message. Make no mistake, this is directly connected to what he would like to see. Same thing with Ukraine. It's about Putin's message. I think some of these some of these protesters are spontaneous and organic and sincere. Some, I think, are connected uh, to Russia. And I say that having looked at this for a long time now, as you, you know. You think some of these protests? 
So it's a Russia collusion. It's Russia not only meddling in the election, but creating protest against Israel. My main question is, is AOC then a Russian asset? Because she's been kind of a part of these protests. Is Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez a, a Russian asset? Maybe Rashida Tlaib? Are they Russian assets? I mean, you said it's like Russian collusion here. I, that, that must be the conclusion, I guess. Who knew? Who knew? By the way, speaking of AOC, she was on Meet the Press kind of talking about this as well. Go ahead real quick, uh, Kelsey. Can you play um, the AOC, AOC cut? Do you agree with that word genocide, that the president's been supporting a genocide, or does that go too far? I think what we are seeing right now throughout the country is that young people are appalled at the violence and the indiscriminate loss of life. We are not just seeing 25,000 people that have died in Gaza. We are seeing the starvation of, of millions of people, the displacement over, of over 2 million Gazans. We have South Africa that has mounted uh, a court in the ICJ. The ICJ ruled this week that Israel has a grave responsibility to prevent genocide. But they're still, they're still the determining whether it's a genocide. Do you think that they are term still is determining given it. that it's still under investigation? I believe that they are, they're still determining it. But in the interim ruling, the fact that they said there's a responsibility to prevent it, the fact that this word is even in play, the fact that this word is even in our discourse, I think demonstrates the mass inhumanity that Gazans are facing. And so whether you are an individual that believes this is a genocide, which by the way, in our polling, we are seeing large amounts of Americans concerned specifically with that word. So I don't think that it is something to completely uh, toss someone out of our public discourse uh, for using. But I think what we are seeing here is that the Netanyahu government has lost public support and that we have a responsibility to protect the human rights and the humanity of Gazans and hostages alike in the area. So she tries to not quite say Biden is doing a genocide, but I mean, she basically does, which is kind of sick. Although some of the left said she didn't go far enough in what she said. But in my opinion, there's some especially sick of accusing Israel of genocide, a state that was created after a genocide against them. Plus, they still have soldiers dying in this fight, and they still have hostages in Gaza. And your first thing is to say they're participating in a genocide. Please, it's sick. You're listening to Yeffy on WVNN. Back here on the Yaffe program, News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Um, let's get to it real quick, Kelsey. It's the final segment here of the Sunday News Show's Recap. All right, I want to play this cut from uh, House Congressman Michael McCall, Republican, who was on the Homeland Security Committee, was asked about, is it really necessary to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas? Because the House Republicans are working to, to do that this week. Going to play that cut for me, uh, Michael McCall, for me. 
First, you got to turn on the... There you go, Kelsey. He's having a rough day, but go ahead. All right, so we have brand new here the two articles of impeachment, willful and systemic uh, refusal to comply with the law and breach of the public trust. Now, is he just the messenger carrying out the policies for the administration? Why go after him when this may go nowhere in the Senate? Uh, he knows better. And I, I, I you know, I served I chairman Homeland Security when Jay Johnson, he was the deputy. He was a U.S. attorney in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, he knows better. This is not by accidents, by design. And he, I call him the architect of destruction. Uh, Eight million encounters, uh, 300 on the terror watch list, 200 million people dead now thanks to fentanyl poisoning that this one man is responsible for. I think that is a dereliction of duty. And, you know, we looked at the founding fathers here. They didn't have a lot of federal criminal statutes. Reach of the public trust is, is sufficient to impeach. And, uh, you know, I think it's important that we respond to the American people. So, there you go. I think he's exactly right. So let's get this done. Impeach him. Maybe by next, too. That'd be great. Catch you all next time. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality, no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality, no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. It's the Yappy Program on WVNN. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.